Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy freaking fit babes. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. We are coming in hot with another episode dedicated and going deeper into the topic of intuitive eating. And truthfully, I don't really like to even talk about intuitive eating mostly because what I do at TSN is not based on the principles of what intuitive eating is. It's really based upon the science of weight loss and fat loss and how to develop a strong and great relationship with food. However, because intuitive eating has become such a polarizing and really popular word and trend and actually approach on social media, it has created so much confusion for women just like you and for many of my clients that I wanted to actually dedicate an entire new episode to intuitive eating to share even more thoughts and perspective on some common questions I get and why I truly believe this approach doesn't work. Now, I want to remind you guys that actually episode 27 of the TSN podcast, if you go way back or you search in Google, the Sorority Nutritionist Intuitive Eating Podcast, you will find episode 27 on my site that dives into all things intuitive eating. I share the purpose around intuitive eating, what it really is for, hint, hint, it's for women with eating disorders and people who are seriously struggling with their relationship with food. And most importantly, I talk about how at TSN, we really focus on body composition change. And we are not a place where we just want to cultivate this great relationship to food. We also have certain goals that we're hoping to achieve and we want to become the best version of ourselves. But with that being said, there is still more to cover when it comes to intuitive eating and what to really keep in mind if you've heard this buzzword before. So we're going to dive into it today to end the debate once and for all. First things first, we need to define what intuitive eating is. And on episode 27 of the TSN podcast, guys, that episode where I dove into intuitive eating, I got really granular on what intuitive eating is. But for you babes that have not listened to that episode yet, I want to just give you the 411 really quickly. So intuitive eating is a non-diet approach to break the cycle of chronic dieting, heal your relationship to food, and honestly, stop focusing on weight. And while many of these pieces of information are very helpful and are things I even use as a weight loss focused dietitian that helps women break the cycle of dieting, you have to understand that intuitive eating was not created with any intention or designed in any way to solve the problem of I am unhappy with my weight, I want to change my weight. Intuitive eating put really simply was to solve the problem of I'm unhappy with my weight, I want to make peace with my body, but the the perspective of intuitive eating really shames and does not agree with intentional weight loss. Now that is a whole different conversation and topic that we're not quite getting into today, but I want you guys to really understand that because intuitive eating is not a weight loss approach. It never was a weight loss approach. It doesn't want to be a weight loss approach, but where I think a lot of the disconnect is, is the word intuitive. What does that word mean to you guys? Intuitive means I am trusting my intuition. I am going with what I think is right. I am listening to myself instead of hearing all the noise of what what others think I should be doing. And that's really key because when I talk about mindful eating, we know mindful eating isn't a diet, but what's confusing is intuitive eating. It's technically not a diet, 
but it's an approach. It is a framework with 10 principles that you go through. And there are people that are certified intuitive eating dietitians, intuitive eating counselors, intuitive eating specialists that get certifications regarding this approach. So intuitive eating becomes really confusing because we think it is this approach towards honoring our body and honoring our hunger cues and all of these different pieces. But we forget on the internet, especially that intuitive eating, what many people are referring to as this framework that was never intended to have anything to do with an intentional weight loss approach. Which brings me to my second point, ladies, my statement, intuitive eating doesn't work. Now, this is controversial to say as a dietitian, and it's not because I am obsessed with calorie tracking, ladies. If you didn't know this, some of my clients don't track their calories. They have the awareness. They understand their body. Every single freaking person is unique. You are unique, girlfriend. So you have to find that sweet spot of what's going to work for you. But you can't outrun the non-negotiables of fat loss. You have to eat less than what you burn consistently, by the way, girlfriend. You have to balance your plate right with the right types of nutrients so your body's getting what it needs. At TSN, we focus on not just weight loss, we focus on fat loss. And that's where especially the right types of foods, eating them at the right times, making sure you're getting certain thresholds of certain nutrients, it all is important. But once again, whether you track or not doesn't determine success. It's are you having the behaviors that are going to get you in alignment for hitting these non-negotiables to then see the results that you're working for. But going back to what I initially said, ladies, intuitive eating doesn't work. It does not work for weight loss and parts of it may help you on your weight loss journey, but intuitive eating, thinking that is a diet approach that's going to save you, thinking that diet approach is what's going to help you lose weight, it's not going to work. And it gets back to one, this idea that no diet works. It's you fucking putting in the work. And until you take that personal responsibility for your goals in your body and the direction you want to go in, you're going to realize things on your journey can be tools, but they are not it. They are not the thing. You have to put in the work and the inevitable journey towards finding something that's going to save you like a pill or a detox or a diet program. You are selling yourself short girlfriend. So one intuitive eating doesn't work. Two, intuitive eating, when you don't actually understand what intuitive eating is, is going to fucking blow up in your face, girlfriend. The amount of clients I have worked with over the years that say to me, Lauren, intuitive eating really didn't work for me. Their definition of intuitive eating was I am going to be intuitive and eat what I want when I want. Every person, like I said, is unique. Every person on the earth has a certain structure to their lifestyle, a certain way of thinking that works for them. There are people that can be heavily disciplined with their diet and never develop an eating disorder. But there are some people where a lot of discipline makes you explode. It makes them binge eat and overeat and have such a fucked up relationship to food. At TSN, I help everyone in between. I help people who thrive off of discipline and structure. They're intense individuals. They like it. I help people where any form of structure makes them rebound and feel like, oh my God, I'm being entrapped and imprisoned in this horrible way of eating. And I like these foods, but just by having that intense structure in their plan and diet, it makes them want to just rebel against it. Wherever you fall on the spectrum, I understand it absolutely. But what you have to understand is the premise of eating what you want when you want 
does not work for many people. And that does not mean you're a failure. It means you might have a way of thinking and a mindset where you need more structure in your plan. And that is okay, girlfriend. What I will never understand is why discipline is being shit on so much. When it comes to school and our education, when it comes to becoming your most successful version of yourself at your job, when it comes to showing up for yourself as a wife, as a significant other in life, as a daughter, as a granddaughter, whatever it could be, discipline is such a beautiful thing. Discipline is what separates average from extraordinary. Discipline is how people become the best at what they do. The Kobe Bryants, the Elon Musks, the, I'm going to miss a lot of people. I'm literally just thinking of people off the top of my head that inspire me, ladies, like professional athletes in the Super Bowl. Of course, I'm thinking of that because it's literally Monday after Super Bowl Sunday, ladies, but you get the picture. To achieve greatness, there is a level of discipline that has to be done. And I'm not just talking about weight loss. I'm talking about health and challenging yourself. And I'm just so fucking sick of this narrative that discipline is a bad thing. Discipline gets taken out of context. People discipline themselves for the wrong things. They feel like an asshole when they have a slice of cake and discipline themselves with an hour of cardio. That's a bad way to discipline yourself. That's developing unhealthy relationship to food for majority of people. But guess what? Having discipline to understand when something's worth it or not and following through on the intentions that you have is not inherently disordered. And that's my whole big issue with intuitive eating and why I truly believe it doesn't work for so many people because it really puts shame on the word discipline. And so much of it is on healing your relationship to food. But my main problem with it is because so much of intuitive eating is just totally disaligned with what most people's goals are. It's a really narrow, niche-focused topic on healing your relationship to food, and it can be so helpful for so many women. It absolutely can. But if you want to become a more disciplined and structured and purposeful version of yourself, and you don't have this disordered eating relationship where you are heavily controlled by food, you don't necessarily need to do intuitive eating. It's not for you. It's not a one size fits all. And in fact, I think many people don't need it. Furthermore, when you are struggling with your relationship to food, I want to remind you that sometimes going so full-fledged into intuitive eating is not going to work for the outcome that you want. And I've seen it with some clients where they will track their calories for a period of time. They have other mental stuff going on that we talk about with mindset. We talk about relationship with food. We talk about undoing a lot of the diet culture bullshit that's fed to us about what progress should look like. You know, carbs are bad. You should avoid these foods. And there's external work outside of tracking that has to be done. And what I see go wrong for so many of these women is they get rid of the tracking because they hear intuitive eating is where it's at. They start to try to like honor their body, honor their signals. And while this can be a really great step in the direction for some people, it can cause utter chaos. And in my opinion, fuel even more disordered eating and more unhealthy eating behaviors than if they actually just focus on one thing at a time. And what I mean by this is if you go 
cold turkey on calorie tracking. You go full-fledged into, I'm just going to eat whatever I want because that's what you hear intuitive eating is, which it isn't necessarily that, but that's what your perception of it is. Then you are going to gain weight. You're going to have a fucked up relationship with food times 10. You're going to be so confused about what you should be eating and you're going to feel so chaotic. And that's because you haven't built this foundation before getting rid of the calorie tracking. So my plea to you would be, Let's focus on the basics, right? Whatever you're doing now, tracking, not tracking, eating XYZ amount of meals, skipping meals, whatever that looks like, look at your diet now. And then from there, my plea to you would be, don't feel so much pressure to be drastic. Like seriously, don't be drastic. We need to take this one day, one step at a time. And I think so much more of what has to be done before you take behavioral action and you get rid of something or you drastically change the way that you eat, we have to use our damn brain. We have to think about what is going to matter for our goals. We have to think about what's going to make us feel good. We have to go back to the basics of using our brain to make our food choices instead of our gut reaction when things aren't going as planned. For many people, maybe it is great to take a step away from the scale, to take a step away from tracking and logging food choices and going back to basics, all the things I always encourage my clients to do. But I think where the the real issue becomes for a lot of women is they rebel against these behaviors instead of trying to change them and get rid of some of the things and trying to replace them with new behaviors. Rebelling and replacing are very different things when it comes to your diet and exercise plan. And it's especially important to know as you're transitioning into maintenance, because one day you'll be at the end of your weight loss journey. And the worst thing you can do is cut the cord on everything before you're ready to go off on your own. It's like taking off the training wheels of your bike before you're fucking ready to get off the bike. And you don't know how to ride the freaking bike, even with the training wheels, you're struggling. So why would we do that with our behaviors. Sometimes going cold turkey can be helpful, but I'd say 95% of people going cold turkey is just going to blow up in your face more. And honestly, it can even fuel more disordered eating and a more fucked up relationship with food because then you're going to see the scale change drastically and you're going to feel different and you're going to feel out of control. With food, I think so much of what intuitive eating strives for that I know it strives for because I've worked with women with this approach before becoming a more focused weight loss dietitian is this idea of having not control, but compassion for the way that you eat. You want to have compassion towards your food choices, towards your body, towards your health. But when you transition so vehemently from the diet culture mindset you have as you're trying to do this in a balanced way, you're trying to get there, but you're still really entrapped in diet culture. Then you're going full-fledged the opposite direction into intuitive eating. You're just going so quickly the other direction where it's very all or nothing in my opinion. And all or nothing is not good. It's no bueno when it comes to weight loss and your body in general. So if you relate to anything in this episode, my words of caution, how I'm talking about intuitive eating, I want to just say one last time, I am not an intuitive eating dietitian. I don't want to be an intuitive eating dietitian. And truthfully, it's because the women I work with don't need intuitive eating. I think many women don't need intuitive eating to save them from diet culture. They need to save themselves by actually understanding what their body needs. And I know that can be the purpose in intuitive eating, but I also vehemently disagree with the idea that intentional weight loss working towards a body composition goal is wrong. And that's not something I'm going to debate on the podcast because this is a safe space to work towards your weight loss goals. 
This is a safe space to improve your health by strategically eating certain foods in a certain way to make sure our body composition is in a fabulous place, to make sure our blood sugars are stable, to make sure we're building muscle, which muscle is associated with longevity and feeling your best and having really great metabolic health as well, ladies. But that's for another day. What I'm trying to say is I'm not here to debate intuitive eating I just want to share my thoughts and perspective with you guys because it is just so mismarketed on the internet. There's so much hype around it. And truthfully, I think there's just a lot of shame with sometimes working towards an aesthetic goal right now. Like it is so crazy to me how there are certain populations of people that literally shame people for tracking and being inquisitive about their food choices. And I think ultimately for so many people, we need to get back to the basics of what is the science of nutrition. And I think so much of how we can improve our relationship to food is actually understanding what is in our food, what is it providing to our bodies, and most importantly, what are our body's nutritional needs? So much of what we think is disordered eating wrong with our mindset is actually just a complete misinformation of what's actually the truth. We don't understand what's true and false because of this weight loss narrative and confusing social media culture around diet. Which is why I truly believe so much of this can be solved when we track our food, when we actually pair tracking with learning what's in our food and how that impacts our health, how to build balanced meals, like these basic fucking skills we need to be taught. And some of it, yes, can be related to mindful eating and hunger and fullness. And that's all important and dandy. But without the knowledge, the brain power to think about what is healthy, what is balance, also how to fit in fun foods and how this all can fit by looking at your weekly averages and your habits over time, I truly believe none of our weight struggles and body image struggles are ever going to go away. And intuitive eating is not going to save us unless we're actually willing to put in this work, in my opinion. I, I truly believe intuitive eating for many women is not the answer and will just cause more struggle with feeling like I am not learning what I need to know. But what I love to talk about, that I talk about on here weekly, and by the way, guys, if you like these shows, let me know what topics you want to cover, leave a review. I always love to make sure that I am posting the best content for you guys, but fat loss is a science. There is literally a fucking science to building muscle and shedding fat. So saying intuitive eating is the only thing that works and is the only thing that should work and shaming people for doing otherwise, eating strategically for a specific goal If you are not working towards that goal, other people don't get a fucking opinion. Other people don't get a seat at the table. If other people don't understand why you're doing what you're doing, they don't get a seat at the table. So if it works for you, that is fabulous. I always love to say that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, if you are working towards a strategic goal and you're going about it in a balanced way and you're using the science to guide your decisions and ultimately just make food simple again, girlfriend, you are doing it and I'm so proud of you. And you are doing this in a better way than most women ever get to because you're actually doing it based on knowledge, not based on fear. 